So just as you said, women and men both have emotionality, but they express it differently. Is I've noticed women tend to be more indirect and coy when they talk. Is that again a same trait biological, that's coming out differently? Biological, biological, very biological. Let the man make the move. Yeah. I'll be the one testing, verifying. Let him do a lot of things, yeah. and that will allow me to to gauge his depth, test his substance. Yeah. Unless he he does this and that, how will I know who he is? So I have to be still, and I'll have to let him make this move and that move, yeah. and through his movements, I will assess him. It's very biological. So just as you said, women and men both have emotionality, but they express it differently. Is I've noticed women tend to be more indirect and coy when they talk. Is that again a same trait biological, that's coming out differently? Biological, biological, very biological. Let the man make the move. Mm -hmm. I'll be the one testing, verifying. Let him do a lot of things. Yeah. And that will allow me to to gauge his depth, test his substance. You know? yeah. Unless he, he does this and that, how will I know who he is? So I have to be still and I'll have to let him make this move and that move. Yeah. And through his movements, I will assess him. Mm -hmm. It's very biological. You think in nature also it's the same. The males display. Yes, yes. It, it, it's something you find in so many other species. In, species, yeah. in certain species, you find the opposite behavior as well. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But even when the opposite thing is happening, again, that's for purposes of procreation. Mm -hmm. So, women, if so, as they say, men are from Mars <laughs> and women are from Venus. So that is biological. Rather. Those differences are biological. Mm -hmm. If you if you look only at their bodies, then. and you could say one is from Jupiter, one is from that, and all kinds of things you can say. Mm -hmm. But but that merely means that you do not know of anything beyond the bodily imperatives. Mm -hmm. It's two sides of the same coin. Two sides of the same coin. The true self. Mm -hmm. Free of conditioning, free of biology, free of social impositions mm. is what you must strive for. And that is true freedom. And there is such great and irresistible power in it. Life blossoms like never before. It sounds like that's the same for man and woman. Same for man and woman. So there is no difference. There is no difference. We're all what from we, Earth. We, we do not 
really need feminism or masculinism we need liberation from gender identities one of the things that strikes me i've noticed is that when we see or at least when i see pictures of so called primitive tribes whether it's in india or africa australia they tend to look a lot more similar than humans say in the victorian era or now yeah there seems to be some sort sort of almost similarity that we might have lost because of emphasizing our gender yeah obviously you see the woman has been made a a hyper woman hmm. the man has been forcefully moved to the other extreme right and both of these are like insane acts mm-hmm. and we are taking the the pathogen itself as the medicine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we are thinking that if the woman becomes even more womanly Mm-hmm. she would be liberated mm-hmm. yeah uh, that won't happen mm-hmm. actually you see there are differences biological differences between the man and the woman these are things of simple observation mm-hmm. but those differences are not that great uh, that you call one from mars and other from venus yeah you rightly quoted the example of those tribes mm? uh, Yeah, the men and women do not really uh, look all that different, distinct. But in the name of education mm-hmm. and civilization, we have just magnified our fundamental unease mm-hmm. because we are uh, not all right with ourselves because we. we have that lingering dissatisfaction within we want to fulfill it or quell it through the sexual route mm-hmm. and how do you get more satisfaction out of sex by having a hyper woman to have sex with you know an ordinary woman won't do so you need a woman with extraordinary butts and breasts <laughs> an extraordinary yeah. skin glow and an extraordinarily feminine voice and that equally applies to the men folk as well the yeah. man has to be a hyper man mm. so all the traits that distinguish the man from the woman have to be amplified yeah and all the things that are common between the two have to be attenuated mm-hmm. and that has resulted in a very unseemly distortion mm. Mm. both the genders have become even more anchored to their physical identity mm. the more you do that the more you are in misery because really the body is not who you are yeah by unnecessarily uh, pegging down your your consciousness to your body mm-hmm. you're only creating trouble for yourself yeah so freedom from genders is freedom for both genders yes mm. 
you cannot have a society in which the the women are liberated but the men are not mm. that won't happen mm. mm-hmm. hmm? so we're moving in but okay um so if the man is becoming more feminine right because that is what the trend that we're seeing and the woman is becoming more masculine let's say some of them so this is the this is just the wrong way see it's like this this is a beaker hmm containing a red fluid mm-hmm. this is a beaker containing a blue, blue fluid, fluid. Mm-hmm. is either of these empty no no now what do we do we mix up the fluids in the two beakers mm. right mm. now this is red and blue mm. now this two is red and blue mm. mm-hmm. are either of these emptier than no. before no you get your answer yeah Mm-hmm. The red is the woman, the blue is the man. Mm-hmm. You make the woman, you know, a man woman. Mm-hmm. Here is the man. You make the man a woman man. Mm-hmm. How does that help? The beakers are still not free of their primitive content. Mm-hmm. What is the beaker? The mind. What is the content? the biological conditioning the social conditioning all the content that has been put inside it mm-hmm. what we require is is the thing to be emptied mm-hmm. you have to empty okay. it not give it another color not mix it with another thing mm-hmm. not, not make it not, all purple ah not make it purple or 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 make it saffron or something mm-hmm. won't help mm-hmm. basically the standard for every woman and every man if they're trying to say that i'm empowering or liberating myself is have you become less identified with your gender with that is the one gender. question simple simple mm. and that's what we began with so don't adopt any more traits you are already so full you are already so why must you <laughs> adopt things from here and there Won't do you very good <laughs> because the thing is it's okay. So the you you always look for a certainty, right? You always look for a standard. He if not this, then that. With becoming disidentified, you don't have that standard, so it'll be very. You don't have that safety. You don't have that safety. Net. You say, what do I have now? Why must my beaker or mug or flask be, be empty? Empty. Mm. emptiness scares us whereas it is the most rejuvenating and joyful thing when you are free of the red and blue mm. you know then you are available to life mm. and when you are full of the red and blue then you have no space for life. life you don't live at all you just go through the motions as a machine mm. are we talking of suppressing our gender identity because i hmm suddenly just sense kind of sensed or foresaw <laughs> that that's that how many people are going to take to this, this discussion as mm. that they are talking mm. of suppressing your gender identity mm. no we are saying that well, there are there are places mm-hmm. 
better and higher than than the place of your gender specific hormones mm-hmm. isn't that obvious and common sensical yeah. why do you want to give up on that higher place mm-hmm. you are not to suppress your gender you have to transcend it yeah. the gender remains at its place the body remains at its place you do not allow the body to govern you because you have your own purpose mm-hmm. and that purpose is not physical mm-hmm. as a human being as a, as a, as a as a thriving consciousness mm-hmm. you realize that life is to be spent pursuing a higher goal yeah. mm-hmm. and what do you do with the body then you put the body at the service of the higher goal you utilize the body as a resource to achieve that goal mm. if you do not utilize the body the body will utilize you mm. Mm? the body will do things that will take up all your time all your energy mm-hmm. your entire life so if you do not have a goal then the body will take you through its goal the body will yeah mm. the body will provide you an automatic the body has a default goal, goal always ready for those who do not set, set a right goal for themselves that's the punishment you get for for unwise goal setting you don't set a wise goal for yourself and the body will happily fill in the space body will say well you have anything nothing else to do then so be my know, slave <laughs> yeah why not why not you know do as i say mm-hmm. and this higher goal is breaking your bondages asking yourself you see you are a conscious being mm-hmm. when you look at the world around and the mm-hmm. world within mm-hmm. don't you see so much that must not be there and yet is mm-hmm. and don't you realize that there is so much that must be and yet is not mm. that's the higher goal don't keep it abstract yeah it is something very tangible very material yeah. mm? at some advanced stage it may turn abstract mm. but mm, right now to begin with the higher goal is very much a, a, a thing you can see touch form for yourself measure in numbers yeah. can i ask for an example like for because people do always keep asking this question what is what do we a do a very obvious example you 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 are an activist mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. trying to save lives mm-hmm. of human beings mm-hmm. or animals mm-hmm. or trees mm-hmm. can't you count how many of them have you saved right. so it's very tangible it's very tangible you can numerically assess yourself mm. and once you dedicate yourself to that you know that your physical urges are not at all comparable to the higher goal mm. Mm. and i'm not merely talking of non profit work mm. i'm talking of anything that's really worth doing use your wisdom use your discretion you have all of that mm. and see what deserves to be done and utilize the body in the service of what deserves to be done mm-hmm. 
something bigger than you something bigger than your limited biological hormonal, hormonal concerns. concerns and something that challenges them as well at the same time yeah. and obviously this does not include because in the indian society there's a lot of you know the youngsters will say i'm doing this for my parents or i'm doing this for my family it's not my choice so hence they consider it that they're doing it for a cause which is not themselves so that obviously does not count in that that still comes you see there are rings of identities Hmm. there's stuff that you do for your body Hmm. that's obviously your stuff that you're doing purely for yourself Hmm. then there is stuff that you do for those who are related to you via the body Hmm. such as your parents such as your spouses such as your kids mm. Mm? so so you're doing it for them because they are bodily related to you so you're still doing it for your body mm. and then there is a the next mm. ring of identity then there is a the next ring of identity mm. so you have to go as far away from your bodily center as you can yeah do you see these concentric circles mm. Mm. you have to like radially keep going away and away. outwards as far as you can go mm-hmm. keep testing why am i doing and this why am i doing and, this and the further you go mm-hmm. the higher is your goal the closer you are to your bodily center the lower is the goal avoid the lower goals <laughs>